Hey, parent business owners, welcome to the Momentum Accountability Podcast. Today, I've brought Leah Niederthal from Smart Gets Paid to talk about being a quitter and how overcoming a fixed mindset taught her to see this obstacle in others and herself and get out of her own comfort zone. So let's get started. How can you build and scale your business while raising kids at home, maintaining your sanity, and making a big impact in the world, even when schedules are super busy and you feel like you're being pulled in a million directions? How is it you can stay motivated and not lose yourself or why you started your business in the first place? That is the question, and this podcast will explore the answers. I'm Nettie Owens, and welcome to the Momentum Accountability Podcast. Leah, I'm so glad to have you here. We've kind of danced in similar circles for a little while, but this is the first time we get to chat together. So welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, Tell us a little bit more about who you are, how you serve the world. Sure. Well, so I am a sales coach for women entrepreneurs. I work with women who are running consulting or service-based businesses, have probably left corporate and started this uh, business on their own. And I help them get more of the consulting clients that they really want, get more yeses, and get paid dramatically more for their work. Uh, sometimes when the women I work with come and start their business and selling feels like unfamiliar territory. And I know exactly what that's like because that was me when I first started my first marketing consulting firm. So together I learned, I teach them how to overcome that so they can really get the clients that they want, get paid what they want and really build the business that they envisioned when they left corporate. That's amazing and so needed because just because we're entrepreneurs, just because we're great at what we do doesn't mean we're great at telling people about it for one, and then closing the deal to get them on as clients as the second. So I'm so glad there's someone like you out there. <laughs> Thank <laughs> Just you. Let's navigate that uh, rough water for, for sure. And um, I love the conversation that we were having um, beforehand because I'm a big fan of what you're going to talk about as the outcome. Um, and it's definitely a lot of, of what I talk about when I'm working with clients. So I'm glad to kind of have this conversation. So we're going to rewind a little bit and tell us a little bit about childhood for you. Um, there was something that was happening, all the activities that you signed up for. Tell us what happened. Well, so when I was a kid and growing up, even through, you know, high school, college, I used to quit a lot of things. I would, you know, my parents would sign me up for something or I wanted to sign up for something. I would do it. It would get kind of hard and I would quit. So let's see, I quit piano. I quit clarinet. I quit soccer. I quit softball. I quit volleyball. uh, I quit basketball um, at different points through growing up. And you made it through school. So I did make it through school. (laughs) That's good. you know, in, uh, in college, I quit a class because it was, uh, I had, uh, missed, I thought it was past fail. Turns out it was going to be for a grade. It was going to affect my GPA. And so I quit, I withdrew and I sort of recognized this pattern in myself. And to be perfectly honest, it wasn't something I was proud of, uh, mm-hmm. at all. Uh, I would quit 
games that I wasn't winning. I, you know, even games of chance or board games or anything, anything that felt really, uh, where it got to the uncomfortable part, I would just opt out. I would just sort of quit. So this is really powerful because I think that our listeners probably can relate, right? You know, you want to be successful. And so, you know, if you're going through an activity and you feel like the outcome is not going to end with you succeeding, then what, why not? Why not just jump off the ship, save yourself while you can and, uh, and move on to something where you can be successful. Is that part of what was going on in your mind? Even, I mean, hard to rewind back to, to young childhood, but you know, do you feel like that might have been underlying some of this pattern? Absolutely. I mean, I, w- I grew up in a family where my parents uh, and all of us, w- there was a lot of um, encouragement to get good grades. I'll say that, right? And we did. We were, my sister and I were very studious and we uh, worked really hard in school. But one outcome of that for me is uh, that, um, you know, there was so much, pre- I felt so much pressure to succeed that anything that seemed to feel to fall short, uh, it was easier for me to just quit than deal with the discomfort of not being the best, Mm -hmm. right? Or not getting the A or what have you. And so, yeah, those two things go hand in hand. And so I think quitting was my defense mechanism against failure. Right. So for you, not finishing successful, successfully, meant that you had failed, but you never equated quitting as failure. That was always a self-preservation kind of activity. Did you, um, did this continue into your adult years? I, th- I'm pretty sure it did. Uh, there, I, when I think back to my early career in advertising agencies, I, you know, it's th- those moments like quitting clarinet don't stand out as, uh, more as prominently, but I'm sure there were ways, you know, I quit relationships that I felt like, uh, weren't going to be perfect. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely been a pattern and it's something that I had kind of just noticed. And I just thought, Oh, this is how I am. But I was, it didn't make me feel good. I wasn't proud of it. And it didn't really fit the successful person that I wanted to be. So what happened? What changed for you? Um, Well, actually, I stumbled upon a book called Mindset by Carol Dweck. And the book is fantastic. Uh, Dr. Dweck talks about the two kinds of mindsets that people have. One is a growth, or sorry, fixed mindset that believes that you know, talent is innate. You either have something or you don't. You're either good at something or you don't, or you're not. Um, the other is the growth mindset. And if you have a growth mindset, you believe that, um, you know, with hard work, you can learn anything, you can be successful at anything. And as I was reading that book, I really recognized myself in the growth mindset, you know, how that was characterized. So much of what she talked about uh, had echoed in my life, right? You know, I had experienced that. And so, but I didn't have the language until then to really name it. So, and so you had experienced the fixed mindset. Is that what you're saying? Or Yeah. Okay. Did I say growth mindset? You did. But it's okay. Oh, I just wanted to make so, sure. We were, 
I understood. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really saw myself in the fixed mindset. I recognized myself in that characterization uh, to a T. Mm. But I didn't have the language yet to really talk about that and describe it. But when I saw, when I also read in that book that there was another option, right? There was this thing called growth mindset. I really, I saw that as something that would, you know, give me a path out of uh, my quitting. Mm. So um, it was, I mean, it was, it was just so eye-opening. And since then, and she talks about, you know, why people with a growth mindset really end up succeeding, you know, more, uh, more thoroughly than people with a fixed mindset because they're willing to work, right? They're willing to push through discomfort or even experience discomfort. And so uh, over the next couple of years, I really focused on, first of all, noticing where I was uncomfortable with perceived failure or, uh, you know, any type of, any type of um, uh, discomfort where I wouldn't instantly be successful, right? Um, and really trying to push through and develop more of a growth mindset because uh, I, you know, I saw that that was, um, that was going to be more, better for me in the long run, right? And more comfortable if I could embrace that. And so I did, I, I it took me a couple of years, but I, you know, sort of moved to the other side and not only am I happier, right? Uh, and I, it's, it's allowed me to be more successful in my business, but I recognize this in the women that I talk to now. I can recognize when somebody is, uh, comes from more of a fixed mindset and I um, have compassion for that, first of all, and can help them see a different way. And that's what's necessary when we're working together and what uh, they come to me for, which is selling. Because nobody, uh, very few people feel comfortable doing that immediately. Um, we are often told that selling is something you have or you don't. You either are a salesperson or you're not, yeah. uh, which, which sort of fits directly with the fixed mindset. And, um, and that, uh, you know, in order to really, you know, sorry, um, Thinking about the research that Dr. Dweck did in mindset, you know, she demonstrated that you can be successful if you sort of adopt this growth, this growth mindset, you can be successful even at things that we tend to think are innate, like creativity or athleticism. And so if you can be successful in that by adopting this growth mindset, you can be successful at selling. That's so true. And I think that there's been sort of an opening up around conversations about growth mindset. I mean, there's the Big Life Journal, which is all about growth mindset for kids. Um, even the movement um, with the secret and law of attraction and things like that really have a lot to do with growth mindset of like seeing yourself successful and being willing to take risks to move the ball forward. Um, I And I'm thinking very specifically about... Um, sales, you know, sales is 90% failure, right? People not answering the phone, people, you know, not interested in what you're offering. You're not going to get the sale 100% of the time. So having a fixed mindset could take a person to depression very, very quickly in that particular industry. So did you start working with um, women 
um, on developing them uh, and their sales capability before or after you read this book? After. Interesting. After. Yeah. After. When I read the book, I was running my consulting businesses. Mm -hmm. So I, I integrated what I was learning uh, from the book mm -hmm. into how I was running the business. But right. now the things that I teach women in for their own businesses are are the things I also implemented in my own business, right? Does that make sense? So like yep. everything I learned in that business or you know those series of businesses, that's what I'm teaching women now. Mm -hmm. So and you mentioned also you know selling being uh, mostly failure, right? It's it's there is a an aspect of it that's kind of a numbers game. Um, right. But I'll take it one step further because it's not only about being comfortable with more failure than less, right? Um, but you know, when, when you have a fixed mindset or you, you know, the women that I work with ha are used to being right or sorry, they are used to getting it right the first time, right? They're used to being successful the first time. And so when you have this mindset in this arena of, you know, selling, uh, it leads to things like, um, well, I tried that once and it didn't work. <sighs> yeah. Right. Um, and, and. The, and using that as a reason to say it's not going to work, it's never going to work, I need to try something else. The truth is you have to try things a lot. And you can't just sort of expect to be successful instantly on this thing that you're learning for the first time. Mm -hmm. I, oh my goodness. I love this. And I love the message that you're sharing. Um, I, think, uh, I think even as women, we need to hear this more because I... I don't know if this is everyone, but the stakes are high. Like we don't have a lot of time in our schedules. And, um, and a lot of times we have this feeling like it's got to work. It's got to work the first time. Um, and it can really lead us down this path of a fixed mindset, maybe even more so than, than men. And that's, you know, I don't, I don't have any facts on that. So this is me just, you know, throwing that out there that this might be a possibility, but when we're balancing a lot of, a lot of stuff, a lot of tasks, a lot of, um, information, you know, it, it can be overwhelming so that something not work the first time. So really finding ways um, to live in that space and live in it comfortably. And that requires a different mindset, you know, and that's what you're talking about here. So what a brilliant life adventure to share. Thank you so much um, for that and for your lesson. I'll be sharing the link to the book Mindset by Carol Dweck in the description um, so that if you're interested in this, you can check it out. And there is a, a, you know, a good amount of research out there now. Um, the University of Pennsylvania has come out with quite a bit of um, research along these lines, along positive psychology and things like that. Um, so they're a great source for good vetted information. Um, and that's where I went to college, so perfect. <gasps> oh my goodness. My husband just recently graduated um, from there as well. So it's our, it's our new favorite college. <laughs> university awesome. right very cool um if people would like to reach out to you leah how can they get in touch if they say oh my gosh that's me i'd love to talk to her more about this or i am that person who needs help with um my sales or growing my business i just want to know more what that should they do well the best place to reach me there are two so the first is you can uh head to my website which is smartgetspaid.com and you can also find me on LinkedIn. That's where I hang out a lot. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, definitely check that out. If, you, if this message resonates with you or if you're thinking that's me, please reach out to Leah and she, I'm sure she'd be happy to have a conversation with you. Um, 
If you've gained value from this podcast, please be sure to take a screenshot, share it, tag someone, follow all of the things. We're trying to grow and reach as many people that need our message as possible. Leah, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, I almost forgot our almost like our second most important thing of the day, which is do you have any big tips for folks like us who are balancing business and family? What would you say? Yeah, well, so as I shared with you, I feel like I'm really in the thick of this because uh, I have a six month old. So, you know, as, whereas I think some people who are balancing business and family have kids in school or adult children, I'm really like right at the beginning of this, uh, which is a very intense time. I think the biggest tip is one that I uh, learned from a my business bestie who uh, was sort of talking me off a ledge uh, one day when I was really struggling having come back to work uh, with a newborn. Mm. And so she said to me, uh, your, um, it used to be that you would work on your business all the time, right? And that's true. I love my business. I love working on my business. I love working with my clients. And she said it was, it used to be that it was a marathon. Now you have to think about it like sprints. So where can you find time when you do have time uh, sprint and, uh, and use that approach to, uh, to get as much done as possible and really, um, you know, get comfortable with that as a means, as, as a way of being in your business. And that really changed my mindset. And I've now told that to about a thousand people. And, uh, and I think that's the right approach when you are work, you know, when you have kids. I would agree a hundred percent. Great advice, and I'm so glad it's working for you. Please keep sharing it because um, she hit the nail on the head with that one. Thank you again for being here. I really have enjoyed our conversation and uh, look forward to uh, to continuing. Thank you so much for having me. What would it be like if you could find a way to grow your business and be available for your family? It may seem impossible now, but I would love to share the nine principles of sustainable business and life success. I talk about them in my book, The Roadmap to Freedom. You can grab this resource and more tools to help you manage your time, increase your revenue, take action on what you know, and still be a great parent. Just text the word FREEDOM to 411321. That's FREEDOM. F-R-E-E-D-O-M to 411321. You've got this. Valuable periodic updates will be sent to you by Optimum. Message and data rates may apply. For help texting, call 908-588-7007. You can always text STOP to 411321 to stop receiving updates.